welcome to championship edition NFL championship weekend, um, AFC NFC championship weekend uh, edition of Double Fries No Slaw. It is January 24th. And we're excited to be with you guys. A lot of excitement on this podcast from three guys that live in Central Florida. Uh, Richie's all decked out in his buck stuff. I've got my big throw up shirt on just because I'm out of time to change or anything all day. But alongside Freddie Stevenson and Richie Barnes, how you guys doing tonight? Do you guys well, hear me? No, I'm not doing as good as oh. Richie is right now. I know he's doing <laughs> great right now. Yeah, man, I, I am feeling outstanding. Uh, as good. I told you guys like four months ago, I knew the Bucks were going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know if we're going to win it, but we just won the NFC Championship, and I am excited. My team is going to the Super Bowl. There's an outside chance. I don't know if you guys saw the news. The, the NFL is allowing 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers into the stadium. I'm a vaccinated healthcare worker, so I, I might be going to the game. I don't know. We'll see. But man, what what a great what a great day going up twenty eight to ten, uh, seeing that game, like knowing it it wasn't really in question after that. But uh, I'm pumped, man. I, I'm excited. Uh, the Bucks are back in the Super Bowl for the first time in eighteen years, and uh, we'll see who we're playing here in about two or three hours. Yeah, no, super super exciting. Um, the uh, what what is the, what are the qualifications for that? Like, how do you get that? Like, how do you, when do you find out, or or do they get yeah, so like? Yeah, so so they, they don't really have any qualifications. They just the they you have to have you have to be a healthcare worker in Central Florida, which I am, and you have to have both doses of the COVID nineteen vaccine, which I've had the first dose on January fourth. I'll have my second dose on February first, which is before the Super Bowl. So uh, I'm just hoping I, I get a chance. Uh, you know, the hospital I work for, we are one of the main uh, um, sponsors for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, I'm hoping I get a chance. But, it, you know, if not, no biggie. But, man, that would be awesome if I got to go see Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl at Raymond James Stadium. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking with some buddies. I, I've got a very, very slim outside chance of, of going so we'll see ticket prices are insane this year because yeah, oh my god you know ridiculous. it's, it's yeah. so limited and because of um covid and you know the bucks obviously playing at home you've got bucks fans that no longer have to travel so yeah very slim but i'm excited i i think i might if I, and if i get an extra i'm taking freddie so that we can re, you know because the last time me and freddie went to some games and we left Richie at home. That turned out to be a pretty good weekend. So if I get an extra, it, one, I'm, I'm not taking you, Richie. If y'all do that and the Bucks win, I'm all for it. I, I got, I'm good with that, man. I'm, I'm fine. Like go Bucks, get get me that Super Bowl. I'm fine with that for sure. So we have a special guest, and I will add him here now. Um, Michael Alford, Seminole Booster CEO, second time on the podcast. Um, You've caught us at a good time. This would have been a pretty depressed podcast if uh, <laughs> Rich might have not showed up. Oh, he told us that. Like we were well aware that there was a chance of that. So um, we are super excited, but we are super excited to have you on as well tonight. And we appreciate your time, and we're glad to be able to catch up. So, how have you been? How are you doing? Oh, been excellent. That's uh, you know traveling the state, talking to our donors, talking to our fans. Uh, sharing a little bit of our vision and where we're going forward and uh, just been well received and couldn't be going better right now. Absolutely. Well, we want to start with what we were just talking about. Did you get a chance to watch that Bucks game? The The playoffs are obviously in full swing. We're down to the last championship game, which is live now. I'm sure you got it up on a TV somewhere in that office, but tell us about, did you watch that Bucks game? Oh, couldn't have missed it. Uh, man, is he the gold or what? Uh, oh, 10th Super Bowls. Freddie, who goes to 10 Super Bowls? <laughs> I mean, uh, unbelievable. It, it just goes to show, especially in that, uh, having worked in both NFL and college, how important that position is uh, to have success. And you've seen it kind of trickle down to the college game over the last 20 years of having that that, that guy in that position. And you really need it uh, to have success as someone who's that coach on the field and who, who can just kind of spread the ball around and make sure that you're getting in the right formation and can understand matchups. I mean, to see what he does is he's a servant and it's, it's amazing to watch him perform. Absolutely. So it'll be, we were all kind of talking um, 
about trying to get out there. Obviously, it's going to be a tough year to go. Are you going to the Super Bowl? Do you have those kind of? Do you still have those kind of NFL connects? Are you going in two weeks so we can be jealous of you? I may be in Tampa visiting some old friends from the league, but I probably will not go to the game. Well, if I don't go, we're throwing a party at my house, so you can come over and watch it here if you <laughs> if you, if you want to. Um, it'll be very – it's like a small party. We're, we're pretty old and have kids and stuff. But <laughs> um, Speaking of Tampa, we want to talk to, the, talk to you about that, the, the Tampa connection uh, with the boosters. I know that you've been here. Uh, not too long ago. Talk to us about that. Talk to us about that Tampa relationship that uh, that the boosters have right now. Oh, we have uh, so many great uh, supporters in Tampa, and we hosted an event at one of our donors' homes. And uh, you know, with COVID and everything, we're having small events. Um, but it was able to go spend some time. Had about 20, 30 people there, and uh, really sharing our message, sharing our vision. And it's been so well received, and they've been so supportive of even contributing, either stepping up, uh, increasing their level of level of membership, or just helping us find new members. And that's really our message right now is, as you know, we've got to get our annual fund up, back up. And we've been able to increase it uh, and we're on pace. We've got over a thousand new members that were not members last year sign up. And we're very excited about that. We still have a ways to go, um, but the trend is going well and we're getting the message out thanks to people like yourself. And as I always said, it goes to, it just makes such a difference. It, it goes to the operational funds. It goes to the, what we can provide our student athletes um, on the field and all, more importantly, off the field so that they can have success. And we couldn't be happier with the progress that we're making right now. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of that, um, we've got some, We've got some more big things coming up uh, this week. Uh, football schedule is coming out soon, mm-hmm. um, so I know a lot of a lot of fans will be excited about, about that. Football schedule is released on the twenty eighth, and then shortly thereafter, uh, football tickets go on sale. Uh, but why should fans not wait for that? Why should fans not wait for the ticket release or the things to go on sale to, to join the annual fund? We had over 500 members join just last week and uh, people are, are hearing the message. It's really just getting out and understanding. I, I think I told you last time I spoke to a gentleman in Iowa um, who uh, decided to join the boosters. No, not related to tickets, but hearing the message of how it goes to support the operational funds. It allows us to have first class facilities, um, you know, for us to accomplish our mission, which is to provide resources and operational dollars that benefit our student athletes. We, we need the annual fund to keep pacing and tracking where it is because it really goes to make a difference. Um, you know, our goal is to provide winning edge resources where they graduate with a diploma in one hand and championship rings on the other. It allows us to provide that to our staffs. Uh, I'm going to pass it. Freddie, are you still there? I saw the update, I believe, a few days ago, and it said we reached about 33% of our goal, and that, that's awesome. Yes. Um, I think it's 4,345 4, members currently. Yes. So without a doubt, we're going to definitely hit our goal of 13,000. But what are some things we can do to hit that 20,000 mark? That's what – I've been striving for and a lot of fans have been striving for. What are some things we can do to possibly hit that goal? Yeah, just if you know of a friend, um, just what – and when I'm out speaking to, to groups, I'm, I'll, I'll talk about the power of one. If everyone would just help us find or identify one other person to join at any level, it, it could be um, this at $70 a year at our Iron Arrow level, any level. Uh, really goes to make a difference in what we're able to provide. I always go back, Freddie, as we've discussed, when I first got here and looked at the analysis and dove into it a little bit and looked where our numbers were and where they where they are now, um, you know, that's $6 million annually. We're not able to provide our student-athletes winning-edge resources. So just getting our numbers back up, every bit makes a difference and allows us to, to go and support our program so they can have uh, the chance to compete against their peers. It truly is a power of one, Freddie. As you know, you brought many, and we're so appreciative of it. You and TJ and Richie uh, have been out spreading the word, and 
and is and the people have responded and uh you just pass it along we will call and share the benefits of it for sure yeah no there's been a lot of we've it's been cool to see the growth and see the things that are that are coming from it and i like the updates you know the updates uh that we continue to get from you guys i think it just motivates everybody to see the growth and and kind of see um what's happening there um Athletics overall right now are really crushing it, right? Like I, it's it's cool because we, you know, obviously, you know, you're more connected, right, to, in today's day and age to be able to follow all of the other sports. Right. You can follow, you know, everything from, you know, the the football team to men's basketball, women's basketball, volleyball, golf, everything. You know, baseball is about to kick off. Softball is about to kick. So many things going on, but athletics overall right now are just absolutely just crushing everything, uh, which is which is a fun time in, in, in Tallahassee. Uh, without a doubt. I mean, I, I got a chance to go uh, with Jenny Hyde and see women's tennis play this weekend. And uh, I love tennis, by the way, and able to see them. And men's tennis is playing well. They just kicked off, and both of them are doing very well. And, and in the top 20, you got you got softball's preseason up there, baseball's preseason top 25. Uh, of course, soccer really can't wait to see them this spring because they have a – probably one of the best teams, if not the best team in the country. They, they got a legit chance. And then you look at our track program, who's really doing very well. I mean, uh, A.D. Colburn and has assembled just some great leaders of people uh, to lead our student athletes that are not only doing it on the, the field, their chosen sport, but also really educating them. And uh, I can't tell you more how impressive the leadership of our, co our quality of coaches, the people are when I've gotten around and, and been able to sit down and, and meet with them and hear their vision and kind of share our vision and uh, just winners. And they recruit great kids that are going to come in and perform uh, in the classroom and in their sport. And it really shows when you, when you have great core values that I'm always a big believer, core values wins out at the end. And you see that across the whole department. Um, so the entire, uh, athletic program and stuff doing really, really well back to football. We've got some news coming up or not some news, but we've got a pretty fun game coming up. Um, the spring game yes. just got announced. Talk to us about what to look forward to with the spring game this year. Yeah. April 10th. Uh, you know, we're still looking and kind of looking what we can do with the fan wise, uh, how many people we can have in the stands and, and seeing if we can even increase it from where we were able to do this fall, but we're just kind of, waiting to see what the direction is for us on that. Uh, but we're, we're planning to have a meeting actually tomorrow about planning a lot of events around it. Uh, really, it's a great chance for alums to get back and, and see campus, enjoy the spring game, and how exciting it is with some of the new um, student athletes that Coach Norvell's put on his, on his roster and get a chance to see some of them for the first time. And I can tell you, he's really building a team of, of great people and who are really working hard. And those workouts, as Freddie knows, Freddie, you got to tell me about these mat drills that they keep talking about. I'm going out to practice and watch them <laughs> for this week. But uh, I was talking to Matt Fryer the other day, and he, he was telling me some stories, and that doesn't seem like a lot of fun to me um, going back in those days. But he it, it, he's really working hard, and, and really they're hitting the weight room hard, and I got a chance to go by and see some of that. And Really impressive with our strength coach and, and doing the right things. And uh, we're just excited about the spring game and to see where he's taking this program. Because I can tell you, it's, there's a lot of excitement internally. But more importantly, when I'm out speaking, there's a lot of excitement externally when you're seeing some of the pieces that he's putting together. Michael, it, we always think about, you know, high school recruiting classes, and it's different with the transfer portal right now. It's a different but, now. <laughs> absolutely. And now we have, you know, Mackenzie Melton coming in, and I just heard, you know, his surgeon cleared him. He's full go for spring. Have you had a chance to meet him? And just what are your thoughts on what he can bring to the program this coming year? Well, you know, you, you look at the number of snaps. You look at his experience and what he's able to do there. Uh, so that's immediate um, uh expert that he's expertise he's bringing he's been there before but not only that the the ability to be in that room that quarterback room is is totally changed now well he's going to be able to help our young quarterbacks and mature them along the process because because he's seen it he's been involved in it 
So whether he's starting, whether he's not starting, I mean, you got a coach on the field who, who can help these guys adjust and grow in this game because it's a big transition from high school to college, especially at the quarterback position. And to have his experience, you can't, you can't buy that. And uh, it's really exciting to see him back healthy. Um, I can tell you he's a leader. Uh, you, you talk about someone who just carries you, has that presence about him and the confidence that he has. And, and that rubs off on the entire team. I mean, he, he knows he's going to go out there and perform and get the job done. And that's really exciting to see how that's going to rub off on, on everyone else. And then, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of things going on with Florida State. We're looking at building new facilities and whatnot. But I, I think it's about two weeks ago, man, you, you really piqued my interest. You, you tweeted out some like construction emojis, uh, very cryptic. Are, are you able to talk about that <laughs> at all or, or what's going on? Because I, I want to know what's going on, man. What, what, what are we building here? Well, I can tell you, we, we've hired an architectural firm to come in and uh, to see what we can do um, across the board, not only not only with football. Uh, you know, we're looking at a football facility. That's no secret. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have been a part of uh, many of those through my career and looking at a location and what's going to be in it, working very closely with Coach Norvell was with him even today discussing it and uh, should have some news hopefully coming at that really soon. But also looking at what we can do immediate to make an immediate impact on our student athletes. I can tell you, we're looking at our nutrition. Um, we have the FIG, which is where we feed our student athletes here. And that has become such an important tool um, with in recruiting where the families come in and more importantly, the, the students come in. You know, we have a, an area that seats about 75 to accommodate over 500 student athletes. And for us to compete at a high level, nutrition will play a major role in making sure that our students are prepared on game day. And it's a big component component in our concession discussions because I'm bringing in concession um, professional concession companies to discuss how we change our game day experience moving forward. But one of the criteria for them coming in is they have to have um, experience in providing nutritional supplements and, and feeding professional sports teams. And there's many of those that do that. And so not only are we looking for a culinary experience in the stadium and at our events, but also we're looking for experts to come in and work with our student athletes and, and the training table aspect of it. So it's, like I said, it's just a major component to recruits and their decision-making process when they come visit our campus right now. So that, that's a commitment we're putting ahead right now that will put us ahead of our competitors. Michael, I want to ask you about this. We talked about the state of the athletics program in general, but uh, I don't know how you were, but I was pretty worried when the basketball team took like two weeks off about them coming out rusty. Um, they have been anything but rusty. I wasn't worried. Any team that takes that big of, yeah, any team that takes that big of a break, it was almost like a mini off season. Um, they've come out anything but rusty. Can you talk about just the excellence that Coach Hamilton? I bet he brushes his teeth better than anybody else. Like his, his excellence is just on another level. Can you talk about Coach Ham. Well, it is. It's what I talked about earlier with all of our coaches. You know, we the, the athletic department has such a sound core value uh, that which is set by Ad Colbert uh, that goes through all of our programs. And, and Coach Hamilton is a prime example of that. You know, he expects and holds his kids accountable. And you see him graduate in the classroom. You see him perform on the on the court. And you see him go out and contribute in society. And, uh, it, you know, there's just standards. And he holds the students to that standard. And when he recruits them, he's honest with them. Here's the standards. But I love the versatility on the court that he has. I mean, we have some students out. And we have we have other ones that just step in. You know, they they create so many matchup problems. And he's so creative in, in, in getting those special matchups for so that we can score. It's it's really fun to sit there and watch. And they're they're shooting the ball so well. And you see them starting to gel a little bit. You see some of the newcomers coming in who are now understanding the system, understanding the flow and getting getting a feel for each other and when, when where someone's going to be. And you see some some great passing, some great coordination going on. And it's what he's doing is just truly amazing. And they're, they're peaking at the right time. And, you know, that's one of the nuances about that sport is you really want them peaking in March. And uh, they right now they're really playing well together. Um, 
want to ask you this as well. We've talked about this before, but have you catered any boosters meetings up there yet with, with Guthrie's or how has that worked out? <laughs> I know that's not the most healthy choice right now with, uh, with this, but what about that? We have not, but I can tell you it's, it's the drive-through works wonders for myself. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we make sure we get the double fly, double fries, no slaw uh, with it. There you go. It, it is uh, a great, you know, we had that, we, we're so used to raising canes and I'll take Guthrie's any day over raising canes. <laughs> no, no. I don't know if we've, um, if we've talked about this before or not, but raising canes came from Guthrie's. Mm -hmm. um, Guthrie's was the OG, like Guthrie's yes. was the, the original. Um, and so that's where we are with them. Give me just one second here. You went. Freddie is struggling with some technical difficulties. We're having some some trouble getting him in here. Um, so I'm going to ask it since he's yeah. since we're struggling with him. Uh, I know you got. I don't want to put you on the spot too much. I probably should ask this before we brought you on. But I don't know if you've read Freddie's book or not. But if you haven't, it is fantastic for anybody out there listening. Um, Very good. There yeah. Is. There we go. Yeah. Um. Just hop back in. We'll be having some connection issues over here, so I'm off the phone right now. He's, he's got that Antonio Cromartie Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might, he, may, he may have me beat today, man. <laughs> but I appreciate you checking me out. That's definitely a blessing. Um, I don't know if you got an opportunity to read it, but as someone that actually played the game and you understand the transition, you had success transitioning into another field and a lot of guys i just talked to a former teammate the other day and he was just saying he loves how i'm transitioning into this next stage of life and how he's struggled with the transition and he wanted to come on the show and talk about it but i was just going back and forth with him how a lot of guys struggle with that transition some guys it's a little bit easier for but you never truly know and as athletes we live our whole lives chasing after these goals, thinking that we're all going to make it. And we're one play away or just a big break. You have to have a lot of things on your side. What luck, um, you have to be talented and you have to be in the right organization, the right system just to be able to succeed. So much has to go your way for you to succeed in sports. And even with that, you're going to have a 10 year career. And then some guys still have to go on and live their lives after everybody isn't set for the rest of their lives. Now, baseball players, that's a different story. <laughs> that's a different story. But in uh, football and a lot of these other sports, you have to go on and figure out what else you want to make out of your life. And a lot of people, they don't necessarily try to go after things, different aspirations in college and figure out what other things they're passionate about. And I think on the back end of sports, it kind of catches, catches us slipping and it leaves us kind of scrambling figuring things out and some guys they'll be in their 40s mm -hmm. late 50s trying to figure things out still when we could have had all this nipped in the bud early on in college well the great thing about uh, being an athlete you know it teaches you so many life skills through the process it teaches you how to compete teaches you time management it, it teaches and i always go to say it, your best friends um, you know, there's so many different people that you run across that you're in that foxhole with, that you're training, that you're going through those mat drills with, Freddie, um, who come from such different backgrounds, economic backgrounds, different regional backgrounds, and you really come together for a common goal and really support each other and get to know each other and, and break down barriers and, and just just become great friends and that close, you you know, you understand that as a as a former athlete, your best friends and people you trust the most are typically the guys or, or girls that, you're, that were on your team at some point in your life and still stay in contact with them uh, because you understand each other and you understand what each other is about and you have each other's back. And it really prepares you to go out in the in the in the job force market. And I, I love looking at former athletes because I know they have that drive. Um, and we look at that um, here in, in any business. I talk to CEOs all the time. And one of the things I've done elsewhere, and, and Freddie, we haven't been able to do it here yet, but is bring in our, our SAC and, and our, I had a captain's table as an athletic director where all the captains of all the team would come to my house and eat uh, once every two months. And I would fly in CEOs of companies 
to help prepare them to be leaders. Uh, because there's no different than the, you as a captain of a, of a team. Um, and it'd be amazing to watch the questions. They'd be saying, I got this freshman that's not doing this, not doing that. How do I motivate them or teach them? And, and the CEOs would be going, well, it's no different than me managing my marketing department. Here, here's some techniques. And, and I've done that everywhere. And it's something we look to implement here at some point. But it's, it's really just preparing them for life. And, that's, and I'm going to go back to that's what our annual fund does. It allows us to provide resources that we can bring in these experts and, and these motivational speakers and these these very successful CEOs that typically I love to do it because they're alums of FSU because we got so many out there that will come come and give back and share their story with our students and help prepare them for when they graduate that they're going to go out and and be be great contributors to society and and. I can't tell you how important it is just to share that message and for someone like yourself who's gone out and been so successful uh, as played and made that transition uh, to the working force. But I always, when I talk to our student athletes, I go, go back and learn what you, to use what you learned when you were a student athlete and, and that drive and that competition and take that drive and competition and apply it somewhere else. Now, now, now you're selling insurance or now you're whatever you're doing in life. Go and apply that that hard work and and time management and competition and drive and use it to the, your success so you can go out and and be successful. Can't hear you, TJ. Yeah, TJ, you're on mute. Did we lose him, Richie? I, I think we might have. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, Michael, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast with us. Um, obviously, we have a big goal in any Florida State fan. If you care enough to listen to this podcast, then you, you know you can do five dollars a month or a one-time donation to, to Seminole Boosters because you know we we look at things. You know, my, all the guys on the podcast here know. know my wife's a she's a big Alabama fan that she grew up that way. Um, and they have everything in the world, it seems. In, in Florida State, we can get there, and it doesn't take a lot, it, it takes a lot of people giving the minimum. And if we continue to do that, um, whatever it may be, give what you can give, and we're going to get back where Florida State needs to be. We already have one of the best basketball programs in the country, and I'm a huge Hamilton fan. Um, so, so Michael, just thank you so much for coming on, spending time with us. And we're going to send as many people and try and push as many um, new donors to, to you as possible. But um, what can we do for you guys as, as a podcast and as an extension of the social media of Florida State? Yeah, just keep spreading our message. Keep sharing uh, our updates uh, of how we're doing and how we're progressing towards our goal and our, and our pledge numbers. And uh, just, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, it's brought so many new members to us. And we, we just get them in the fold and let us share to them our vision and where we're going. I mean, uh, I love sitting down and talking to people about what our plans are for football. And, and we've hired Populous and how we're looking at the stadium and what we can do there to make it the best game day experience in, in the country that the fans here and, and, and just make the fan enhancements that much better. Um, we're looking, like I said, we're looking in nutrition facility because that's a, a need we need right now. We're looking into uh, fixing our hydrotherapy, uh, which would benefit all 550 student athletes because we've got some great medical doctors and great trainers. But that's an area that we're lacking behind a little bit or a lot behind our peers. So we're trying to look at things we can accomplish right now. We have performance to reach those goals, but we're also looking big picture and what we can do to, to uh assist football and, and basketball and some other sports uh, to get their facilities up or providing the best possible experience for our student athletes. Awesome, man. But again, we really appreciate your time. Um, everyone, you know, go to, you know, Seminole Boosters, donate whatever you can to, you know, give what you can because it every penny matters, you know, like uh, I always say, 
going back to Clemson, you know, they, they had the impotent. I paid 10 a year, and that's how they built their monster of a uh, booster department. Florida State can do the same thing, guys. Like, just whatever you have, you know, if, if you give money to a recruiting website or whatever it may be, you know, give some money to some of the boosters because it, that is the quickest way to get us back on top of the ACC where we belong. I can tell you, Richard, you know, we're going, we're, we've got a vision. It's going to go to great use. Um, we're going to go to support the facilities and our student athletes and, and just uh, provide the resources for them to be successful. Uh, but I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, I can't thank Freddie enough for what all he's done. Richie, yourself, TJ, and um, you, you guys are just great Seminoles, and I really appreciate it. Appreciate all y'all's support. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you so much, Uh Michael Alford, CEO of Seminole Boosters. You know, it, a lot of big things going on for Florida State right now and the next few years. And, and this is the guy, you know, kind of streamlining that whole thing. And I'm excited. That, um, it, it's hard not to get excited if you're a Florida State fan with everything going on right now. So thank you so much for, for your time and for joining us. And, and Freddie, do you have anything else for Michael? I just want to say thank you for coming on with us and take the time out your busy schedule to sit down and talk with us and update the fans on the status of everything and your plans for the future because I know a lot of them had questions and I know you answered a lot of their questions tonight. So I just appreciate you taking time out to kind of update everybody and let them know we're heading in the right direction and we're going to get this thing turned around. Oh, we are, uh, Fred. There, there's no doubt. We we have the, not only – and I'm talking football now and you go across our coaching staff, but we've got a guy who's really installing some – core values into this program. And, and as I mentioned earlier, I'm a big believer that those values win at, at the end of the day and uh, they're doing the right things. He's bringing in the, a great group of athletes that are not only going to win on the field, but win off the field. And uh, we couldn't be more excited. But, but with that, we need to provide him the tools to be successful. Um, and we need to provide him the opportunity for him to go out and recruit the very best student athletes possible. And, and we have a lot of projects coming um, I'm looking forward to sharing those with you as as they come on board. Uh, and I'm about to come on here and share. As y'all know, I'm pretty transparent about it. Uh, not shying away that we have a big vision of where we're going right now and uh, working hand in hand. And I always go back to the support I've received from President Thrasher and A.D. Colburn and, and the coaching staff has just been remarkable. Um, and, and the fans and the donors alike, uh, you know, they I, I spend a lot of time with them, just talking to them offline and, and just sharing our vision uh, of where we're going and asking, asking for their support. And so far, it's been just great. There's the best fans in the country, and they want FSU back on top, and that's where we're heading. I think I, I think I fixed my mic issues. Can you guys hear me now? <laughs> All right, DJ's back. Our producer – our producer, <laughs> I, I, our producer um, just moved from Jacksonville to right outside Tallahassee, and so – I'm having to run this. I'm not. I'm just not as good. I'm not blaming him for this, but I'm kind of blaming him because I'm not as good as, at this as he is. So, if Harlan was here, it wouldn't be the uh, the you know the wild ride that it's been for the last half an hour. But uh, man, we appreciate you so much, and uh, look forward to having you back on as we continue to get updates. We're like we talked about earlier, a third of the way there. Let's hit fifty percent, uh, especially with that schedule coming out. Let's hit. I mean, obviously, let's hit two hundred percent. But let's get to fifty. Let's get to two thirds. Let's get to that hundred percent. Then, like Freddie talked about, get over that goal. So we're excited. But again, thank you so much for your time, and we're excited to get you back on with more exciting updates soon. Yeah, I'll be reaching out every time I have an update. Uh, you know, schedule should be coming out, like you mentioned earlier, and the tickets go on sale February first. And uh, right now, we're planning, of course, for a full stadium. I have probably about eight different scenarios that that we're ready to go at every different level performance statements but we're starting here like we're going to have a full stadium and, and then we'll go down from there if, if we need be but uh, we can't tell you how excited we are the product next year is going to be unbelievable he's got a great recruiting class coming in and as richie mentioned earlier the transfer portal has really just yeah. uh, changed the college landscape and uh, he's got some great kids coming in but more importantly they're great quality uh, people, uh, as we talked about McKenzie and his leadership ability. So um, I'm looking forward for everyone to meet them. I've had the opportunity to meet many of them, and, but they are some impressive young men. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out, and we look forward to 
doing this again soon. Any Anytime. You guys just let me know uh, when y'all need to bore some people. And uh, <laughs> you're you're always I mean at least the last time you were one of our highest rated ed, rated yeah, episodes yeah. so I don't I'm not even buttering you up there I mean Kirk Kirk Herb Street certainly number one but uh, you <laughs> were right you were right behind him so um, but yeah I don't know how, I, nobody's bored at this point so uh, well, anyway I appreciate all y'all do keep uh, preaching the Seminole message and just let me know how I can help thank we'll you do. so much Michael thanks buddy all right thank you guys go Knowles. Yeah. Go Michael Alford, uh, Seminole Booster CEO. Uh, super excited there. Hey, we've talked about this, but you can go to FSU Boosters and give $5 a month at the lowest level. Um, obviously, you don't have to be at the lowest level, but you can go uh, anywhere, anywhere even reasonable around that $10, $15, yeah. $20 a month. Um, and, you know, I think, I think the, the $15, uh, Really good. I mean, five, if, if that's what you can do, the $15 level is a really good one, kind of affordable. That's a, you can't even go to like lunch specials now or like $11.99 at places. Like you can't even go to lunch yeah. for like $15 anymore. So I think that's a good one. But check out the boosters. Let's get this program back where it needs to be. Uh, we mentioned them in the interview, but obviously appreciate Guthrie's and all of their support um, throughout the the time that we've had the podcast, 1818 West Tennessee. And, um, 2550 North Monroe. Almost forgot the address there. And then obviously the double fries, no slaw powered by the big three roll up. You can go get, I saw somebody order a, a hoodie the other day. You can go get double fries, no slaw hoodies, t-shirts. I'll put hats up this week. I've been saying I'm going to do that, but everybody has their hats now. Uh, Richie, the Bucks don't play next week. I expect to see you in a double fries hat uh, next Sunday when we do this. Um, man, and I don't know what we're going to do for the Super Bowl week. I'm around this week, but Super Bowl week, we may have to go on Saturday. Um, we've got some other news going on, uh, football. We'll fly through some stuff and get out of here in the next few minutes. But Richie, tell us about these transfers. We can talk about that. We talk about basketball and then we can wrap this up and and get out of here. Tell us about these football transfers. We saw more this week. Yeah. So last week we had, uh, Mackenzie Milton and uh, Jermaine Johnson, uh, introduce the press this week. We had Jamie Robinson, the defense back from South Carolina, the Keir Thomas, the defensive lineman from South Carolina and DJ Williams, the running back from Auburn, all introduced to the media. And I'm, I really want to kick this first question to Freddie. Cause uh, I, I saw him, he, he had some thoughts on it, man. Uh, Jamie Robinson said he's going to be the most physical corner that Florida state fans have ever seen. And Freddie played with a guy named LaMarcus Joyner. So, I, I mean, Fred, Freddie, what were your thoughts when you saw that? And what are your thoughts on Jamie Robinson in general? Yeah, I love, shoot, I love the confidence. That's cool. That's cool. I love the confidence. You got to have that swag out there first and foremost as a DB. You see, I was killing a few of the players out there in the game today for not having that swag on the field. Like, a DB, you got to have that swag. You got to have that confidence. But – that's a that's a big state. Me talking about Jonah and Ramsey, those some dogs. So those are some guys that are super physical. And to put your name in a conversation with them, that's, that's some big to follow. So I hope he I hope he lives up to it, and I'm excited to see what he does. TJ, do you see those comments? What were your thoughts, man? I mean. This is not one of those times I'm gonna old take somebody if they're wrong. Uh, I used to like make a living off that. Not really a living, but just, you know, waste time doing it. Um, but I mean, I hope he's right. You know, like, I don't think that's going to be the case. You know, I hate to doubt the kid, but I like the confidence. So um, I hope he's right. You know, um, defense, I mean, defense could use a player like that. So, <laughs> but I, I won't, I won't all take some, unless he's just like super trash and, has a bad attitude and all that stuff. Then yeah. I'm going to hold things. I'm not expecting him to be a Jonah or a Ramsey because guys like that are rare. But yeah. for him to come out there and be physical and make plays, shoot, that, and play the no way, I'm, I'm with that. I'm not I'm not going to be out there if he's making plays. Oh, well, it's Jameson. Nah. Think and I don't even think when he made that statement, he was thinking about Jalen and Jordan. He was just saying, like, I'm a, I'm a physical player, and that's what I'm going to bring to the team this year. But when he said it, everybody's like, hold on now. I don't think you understand who plays. His legacy. Yeah, I don't think you understand his DBU legacy. I don't think he was thinking about that when he said it, but, right. yeah, it's, it's some dollars that play here. So I'm excited. Yeah. To <laughs> I agree with Freddie there. I, yeah. No, I love that. He also said that. Uh, 
he, he said at the University of Florida State, and then he caught himself and he said like on camera, he's like, "Damn, I just said the University of Florida State. I'm at Florida State <laughs> University. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of this guy. Some think- people don't interview well, so I don't, I don't kill him that. Yeah, <laughs> I think Freddie's right. Like you don't, you don't, yeah. you know, when they ask every quarterback in the league when they get drafted what their aspirations are, they say they want to be the greatest of all time, and that's yeah. not a shot at Brady and Favre and Montana and all those guys. Like that's just their mindset. Like that's the mindset of these guys. And so, you know, we don't, you know, crucify kids that say that in the draft. Like, oh well, you'll never be Tom Brady. Well, yeah, he probably won't. But like that's just the mindset. So yeah, I think it was just kind of tongue in cheek that he won the only transfer. Richie, what else we got? Yeah. So uh, you know, Kier Thomas and um, uh, DJ Williams, uh, the running back from Auburn, they both met the media this week. Uh, Kier Thomas, I, I was really impressed with him. You know, he, he was very positive in everything he was saying. You know, he talked about how he had a previous relationship with Odell Haggins, who I know Freddie, you know, has a closer relationship with, um, and that playing a, a major role in him coming here. And then G.J. Williams from Auburn, you know, he, <laughs> he, he had his press conference, the, his introductory press conference to the media. Uh, he might have said five words. He didn't say much of anything at all. Um, but they both sounded like they're all business. And uh, I, I just wanted to get Freddie's thoughts on here, Thomas, uh, because I know you know Odell pretty well. And, uh, you know, that was one of the main reasons that Kier said he wanted to come to Florida State was for Odell Higgins. Freddie, you're on mute. Odell, Odell, he's able to connect connect with these guys. And clearly he made a connection with Kier Thomas. And just looking at his film, I think he's a guy that will be able to um, help help us out. So as long as he's developing and finding find, find a way to – not only help him take it to that next level, but find, making sure he fits in with this group, finding ways to utilize his skill set for this group because South Carolina did run a slightly different scheme. So just finding um, the fit for him in this scheme, that's the biggest thing. So I think he'll be a guy that can help if we have a plan for him when he comes in. Who's up next, Richie? Yeah, man. Uh, so, uh, you know, to, to kind of piggyback off of that, they uh, both um, uh, Jamie Robinson and Keir Thomas talked about the tour of duty. With, with, and, and I'm really interested to get Freddie's thoughts on this because, you know, Jamie Robinson went through one day. Keir Thomas hasn't gone through it, but he got to watch it. And, and they both made it sound like it was very intense, man, that like these uh, offseason conditioning drills are, are, are really taxing on these players. So I'm just curious, Freddie, what – what were your thoughts uh, your first year with with these you know uh, you know we call them mat drills mm-hmm. wh- whatever it may be the, these uh, these winter conditioning drills man man that's the wake up in cold sweats with nightmares think about <laughs> drills, man listen you, you don't, don't bring that up man but now it's yeah, angle lies real you get out there you're like man why are we even doing this cuz you do the drills and then you go have spring break have what a week of spring, a week or two of spring break, and then come back for um spring, spring practices. So you're like, man, I just killed my body for all this, and now we finna just go home and chill. Like, I don't know. It, it's day line is tough. It's really, and that's when you find out what type of guys you got on your team, what type if you got dogs, which guys gonna quit, which guys gonna um, fight through. And Matt drills, that's when you find out everything you need to know about your players. Yeah, man, I, I can just imagine seeing the. Uh... You know, a, a guy like, you know, Telvin Smith uh, or someone, uh, you watch him in winter conditioning drills, and you just think, man, that that guy, he, he's given his all in January. I know I'm going to get his all in November. So so that's awesome. Um, but one of the best n- notes that we heard, uh, Mackenzie Melton, he's been fully cleared by his surgeon to take part in all of spring practice. So he, he's going to take part all 15 spring practices in the spring game, Um what do you guys think about that? Because that's that's a big deal, man. He he's probably going to be our starting quarterback. I'm pumped about him, and I'm pumped that he's already fully cleared right now. I think the experience, like like Michael said, the experience he brings and um, the leadership and just the pure ability, right? Like, yeah, go back and watch some of his highlights. I know he's coming off a pretty gruesome injury, but just the pure ability that this kid has is—I yeah. mean, he's the perfect, you know 
transition type year quarterback to to come in. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. We've not we've not had talent like this at, at starting quarterback in a while, and so it's a it's a breath of fresh air. Um, really appreciate everything that you know Blackman did for this program. Really appreciate Jordan Travis. Um, you know, stepping in there and laying his body out on the line this year, and the guys that have gotten in there and and uh, really pushed. But to have a an absolute gunslinger like Milton coming in, you know, that's Freddie. Would you like to play with a guy like? I know you play with the greatest of all time, but <laughs> in 2015, would you have liked to play with a guy like Milton at some point too? <laughs> oh, you're on mute again. You keep you keep going on mute. We had a crazy level of respect for DeAndre Francois, just the things he brought to the table and his toughness. So um, he was a guy that had all the ability in the world as well. But, yeah, without a doubt, I would love to play with um, Miller. And that's a guy that took his team to undefeated season and put him in a position where arguably they should have been playing for a championship. So who wouldn't have wanted to play with a guy like that? And I think it's important that he's getting these reps in the spring because – if he's to get cleared in fall camp, now you got a guy that hasn't played in two years. Every day is a he's he's got to learn everything over. These seven on seven drills, that's cool and all, but these reps against one on one, one on ones, ones against ones, that's the biggest thing. He's going to have to get comfortable with that, um, getting pressure applied on him. Of course, he's not going to get touched or anything, but just getting put in those in game situations where he can start back getting comfortable with that again. Absolutely. Can't wait to see. And I can't wait to see him on the field. Hunter, I see you in here, and I can't wait for Milton to beat your team this year. But I, I'm telling you, I got all the respect in the world for Charlie Ward, minus the fact that he doesn't need gun threes. Um, but Jameis Winston is the best quarterback that ever ever played at Florida State. And I, I'll boot you out of this chat if you argue with me again on that. Um, without further ado, let's switch from football to basketball. We'll wrap this up and get out of here. But my favorite part of the show every week, I'm sitting here talking with a national champion every single week. And my favorite part of the show is Richie's basketball <laughs> minute. Without hey, further it's mine too, man. Y'all be over here. I just be over here. Richie, yeah. Richie, Richie Fowler, he elite. Oh, he is, man. Hey, so so, without- so full disclaimer, man. That I watched the Bucks game earlier. I've been on the sauce a little bit today. So we'll we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it work. be even better this week. So without further ado. Richie Barnes' Basketball Minute. After a week of terrorizing teams from Tobacco Road, the Fighting Hams are back in action with two big-time conference games. It all started with a big Monday trip to Kentucky as the tribe paid a visit to the racist pizza people, a.k.a. the Louisville Cardinals. With 18.45 less than the first half, Louisville Samuel Zion Williamson got to the rim to tie the game at two, and that was the last time this game would be close. From there, the Knolls would go on a 12-2 run, capped when Wyatt Earp Wilkes showed why he is the best shooter in West Florida, training one from deep. Then, with a 10-point lead in the second half, big ball saw Cobra Beecha stole the ball, drove the length of the court, missed the bunny, but followed his shot up with a thunderous putback jam. And if that wasn't enough, there was a murder at the KFC Yum Center as Malik Ozzy Osbourne hopped on his crazy train and put J.J. Trainer on a poster. It was never close from start to finish. Knowles 78-65. Then, Saturday afternoon, the Tribe hosted the Fighting Wuhan Davos in a revenge game from the loss earlier this season. Just over three minutes into the contest, it looked like this would be a war similar to the 2014 Smag game in Dope, but that was far from what would happen. An 18-3 run for the good guys would quickly follow in with sharp shooting. Shadar Calhoun cashing in from deep. One of the many goals from deep during that run. Clemson's Hunter Mike Tyson tried to d- deliver a knockout blow to FSU, but Malik Osborne had no of that, and he blocked him, taking his manhood. At the end of the tour of 20 minutes, Calhoun was tired of just three points per shot. Delivered an electrifying four-point play, draining one from deep and the foul. The second half got mightily disrespectful. The Tribe took a 63-35 to point lead, but little did Clemson know things were about to get classless. That's right. Late in the game, there was a sighting of the walk-ons, the Green Vipers, the classless Caucasians, the whitest of whites, and it was at that moment Clemson knew they effed up by going to the TLC double C, make it 21 conference wins 
in a row for the Fighting Handbones. Knowles 80, Tigers 61. Woo! Every every week that you do that, I get tired for you. But another wow, great that, that one was rough, man. <laughs> another great, great, great rendition um, of Richie's basketball minute. It'll be easier next week, but again, we're gonna have to record on Saturday for the week <laughs> after that. Um, yeah, a great week for the hoops team. Um, I really don't have a lot of takes outside of this. Like you said, they they keep the hot streak going. Um, quick turnaround but a great win on Monday night. And then in a rematch game, a, a game that just never was, was close um, on Saturday. I, in fact, I didn't see the beginning of it. And I turned it on and it was like, I don't know, 27 to, to 12 or something. And I'm just like, Oh gosh, this, this isn't even exciting anymore. And then it was because the classes Caucasians got <laughs> in and, <laughs> and it was fun. So fun week for basketball. Um, excited to see this team keep rolling. I believe there are, 11 games left uh, before the yeah. ACC tournament. And so not not the full season that you would typically get. That's if nothing gets canceled or rescheduled. But uh, let's finish these 11 games strong and uh, see what kind of noise we can make in the in the tournament, which sounds like the tournament will happen this year, thank God. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Uh, th- this team, <laughs> my goodness, they, they've improved so much from like two weeks ago to now. And uh, – I, I just think that everything's coming together. You know, MJ Walker, we're still waiting to hear what happened to him yesterday. It looked like a concussion. I don't know if you guys were watching the game, but he looked like he had some friendly fire there. Um, but this team is really starting to peak, and it, it doesn't matter if they're missing people. They're they're all making shots. The, the defense was by far the most impressive thing to me from that Clemson game. They they made Clemson's night miserable, and they, they, had, no, they had no answers from Florida State's defense at all. Freddie, did you see that? I, I actually was just keeping up with the highlights. I didn't get to watch the game on Saturday because I was running around handling some things. So, but when I tuned in, yeah, it's crazy because after this break, and I know we all been saying it, but we didn't really know what to expect after that long break. But Florida State has been an absolute monster, and we aren't in the top twenty-five. And I think that disrespect just motivated the team to a different level. And I wouldn't be surprised to see, continue to see this rolling. We look like a completely different team. This team's getting in the rhythm right now, and they're building that chemistry. So, And I think this is a team that's built to make a big run in the tournament. So it's it's good to see them finally getting in rhythm and gelling together. Florida State gets Miami on Wednesday at home, a 6 p.m. game, and then Saturday, January 30th, Florida State goes to Georgia Tech, which Georgia Tech's been pretty impressive lately. Um, they're seven and four, um, and they just uh, nearly beat Virginia. Two point loss to Virginia, a blowout win against Clemson the game before that. And so Georgia Tech is not a team I think we can just expect to roll over. They had a couple of unimpressive early losses. They've been pretty good since then. Win against Nebraska um, that we did beat them by thirteen the first time, but going something about when when. Um, Teams from Tallahassee go to Atlanta, man. Things get weird. So um, definitely looking forward to the two games this week. Obviously, your rival want to beat Miami and then uh, make sure we go 2-0 against Georgia Tech. Um, Richie, we got a new sponsor last week. Can you tell us about it again this week uh, for the folks that may have missed it or didn't hear about it? Yeah, and, and it may be a bit late right now, but, uh, you know, we got mybookie.ag. They, they're on board. Um you know, go there, sign up, use the promo code uh, NOSLAW, and uh, you'll get a 50% match. So if you throw 100 bucks in, you'll get 150 to bet with. And, you know, right now, obviously, uh, it's divisional week. The Bucks did what they had to do. You know, as as I told everybody what happened, we took care of the Packers. Uh, the Bills are on right now against the Chiefs. But uh, in two weeks, the Super Bowl. Man, so it, it, we'll see what offers they may change. But, again, mybookie.ag use the promo code no slaw you'll get 50 percent of a bonus match to whatever you deposit uh definitely jump on board i know i i jumped on board i got the wife on board so we're we're excited and i i can't wait because the bucks are in the super bowl and i will be betting on that for sure looks like the chiefs right now obviously the the game 
could swing back the other way. Chiefs up by 12 with eight to go in the third quarter. Um, Buffalo got the ball and driving in, in field goal range now. So we will see. Um, we've talked about the Bucks game off and on, off and on. You know, great, great team performance. The defense was was incredible in the second half. And then at this point in this game, it, it looks like Mahomes is being Mahomes um, and has them up. But, uh, man, the NFL has been fun. We The biggest takeaway I had, and I don't know, maybe Richie tweeted this, somebody tweeted this, we're about to make it through the entire college and NFL season, right? Yeah. And and didn't know if we would even have seasons this year. Um, so, I mean, thank God we got to complete the best sport. So, <laughs> um, and I mean, even more blessings. Like they took out a few of our games we were going to lose in Tallahassee. So, a great football season from start to finish. Yeah, we we, we would have beat Clemson, Florida. Oh no, that. I meant Virginia. Virginia was going to be a tough one. Is what I meant on that. All one. Right. Um, <laughs> they're a tricky team. So, um. Anyway, so shout out the Bucks, shout out Richie. I know he's excited. Um, not Harlan, I can see him yawning down there on the bottom of the screen, but uh, at least the rest <laughs> of us are excited. Um, any NFL takes before we get out of here? I know we've already kind of given a bunch, but that's all I got. More we'll wrap it up, Freddie. What do you got, man? I'll mute again. You're muted. Oh, oh no! Hey, that's like three, <laughs> that's three times, Freddie. <laughs> But I'm gonna finish watching the rest of this game to see how the Chiefs finish this one out. I think we're gonna we're gonna have a good one in the Super Bowl. That Bucks defense versus that Chiefs offense that's that's a great matchup. Yeah, man, I'm I'm just excited. The Bucks are in the Super Bowl. There's an outside chance I might get to go as a vaccinated healthcare worker. So I'm I'm crossing my fingers. I, I reach out to my rep, who's my season ticket rep for the Bucks. Um, I'm trying to get to that game. So. In two weeks, if we can't record on Sunday, just know it's because I'm in Raymond James watching out Brady and the Bucks. Oh, we ain't recording either way on that Sunday. Yeah, like that's, 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 that's going to be Saturday day. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday, or, Saturday, Saturday or Monday. Like that ain't going to be a Sunday thing unless it's like 10 a.m. Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Let's go. Um, do we have any shout outs? Um, I, I have one. I finished Freddie's book and it was fantastic. Um, I tweeted this and, and posted a bunch of places and stuff too. But I, uh, I mean, like, I have a lot of respect for Freddie, just, you know, as a division one athlete, as a friend, as a, you know, co host here. I mean, like, I, you know, I made Florida State. Oh gosh, I sound like Trump. Made Florida State great again. Like, I didn't mean to say that. But like, it's just, it came out like that. But like, Made something that I love great, you know, uh, where it had been bad for so many years. So I had a ton of respect for Freddie anyway. Um, but then after reading Freddie's book and learning more about your life and, um, you know, because you see the title, right? Trials to Triumph. And you don't really know what that means. You don't really know well, what trials, man. Like, y'all won every team you beat. You know, all I know about Freddie's a football player. You know, I, know, I didn't know, like, the – trials bro you played on the 13 team there were no trials man <laughs> so um uh, you read that book i'm not gonna give anything away but like you, you hear about things like in the first chapter and you're just like smacks you like right in the face and you're like whoa this guy went through some stuff man some i stuff tell people I um i don't know if y'all seen the show snowfall but it's a big show and everybody talks about power and snowfall I'm like man listen i was really living like as a kid that that snowfall show that was our lifestyle like so yeah. it's crazy like that's what we we grew up into and just some of the circumstances and obstacles i had to go through coming coming up it's it's definitely a blessing i just appreciate um some of the different obstacles just everything that i've been through you question some of the things some of the situations you have to um deal with growing up but at this point i think it's it's a blessing in disguise just everything i've been able to go through and now I'm able to use that to impact the lives of others. And it's just been a blessing that people have been interested in hearing my story. So as long yeah. as, as long as people out there hearing it and I'm impacting the lives, I'm doing my part. Yeah. See, hearing some of the trials from your your younger life, going through high school and different things that were going on in, in middle school and high school. And then, you know, we just see what I, we're more connected now because of social media and stuff like that um, with, with the players and stuff. But, Man, I don't think people realize this because they just see all the wins, right? Like you won way more games than you lost, right? N none in 2013, one game in 2014, three in 2015. And you didn't lose a lot of games, right? And so we don't I – mean, Freddie went through trials while he was at Florida State, 
right? Like, and we don't even know that. Like, we don't, you don't know that unless you go read the book, right? And so it was cool to see that and how you overcame that. And then obviously trials after Florida State as well, stuff that I, nobody knows, man. So go pick up Freddie's book. He told you last week how to get it. You can get it on Amazon, you can get it on uh, Walmart, you can get it at different places. You can go to trialsoftriumph.com and, and get a personalized copy. But uh, man, I was so encouraged reading it. It's a quick read, um, but I, I really enjoyed it and i would encourage and i tweeted this too if you don't have if you truly don't have the money for the book i'll send you my copy and and you can send it back when you're done like i want to get this in as many people's hands as we can uh but go go buy a book support freddie and and you guys need to read this story so uh richie got two weeks to get this done because i'm asking about uh, the super bowl weekend so (laughs) two two weeks it's like 20 minutes a day you can do this yeah, um, I, I no, I, I definitely do want to get it and read it. You know, obviously getting no Freddy through this podcast these past five months, it, it's been a blast. It, and same with you, TJ, just getting to know you guys a little more. Um, I definitely want to read the story. You know, we all have, you know, different backgrounds. We all come from different ways. Um, but I think it's important that we all, you know, take into account what everyone else has gone through and, you know, acknowledge that and take that you know, for what it's worth on, on the service level. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely going to pick one up and give it a read. Awesome. Freddie Richie. That was my shout out was, was Freddie there. Um, any shout outs for you guys before we get out of here? Shout out to the chiefs for making sure <laughs> that we don't get a blowout in the Super Bowl Cause if the bills would have won, it would have been an easy win for the Bucks. So shout out to the Chiefs. I hope you don't get cold takes, bro. It's only a nine point game <laughs> yeah, in the third quarter. Listen, I ain't getting no cold <laughs> take with this. One. The Chiefs uh, pulling this one out. I'm gonna give a shout out to my wife. She finally uh, gave me the blessing to turn our office into kind of like a man cave. So go to my Twitter. You'll see what it's it, it's coming together nicely. I, a few little things left, but I we had a lot of fun this weekend uh, working in the office, uh, the aka the man cave. Awesome. Well, we that's another episode. Appreciate you guys hanging out. If you're still watching or you're listening to this, if you can retweet it, share it, um, like all of the social media platforms that we've got. Um, you know, shout out Michael Alford, shout out the Seminole Boosters. Excited to get up there, hopefully for the spring game, maybe before. I might be trying to get up there for a basketball game in the next couple of weeks. So we will see how all of that goes. But appreciate you two. Uh, appreciate Harlan hanging out ready for him to get his internet upgraded again. So we don't have all the technical (laughs) difficulties we had this week. Um, Richie, you're flying high. Play us out of here, man. Same, same song. Crazy. Welcome to Raymond James. Run it back. Let's do it. it We will see you guys next week around the same time should be around eight o'clock. I would think Um, start time. And then the next week, like I said, either be Saturday or Monday. I I don't think we'll go on Sunday on Super Bowl Sunday. So no, um, sir. All right, thanks for hanging out. You guys have a good night. Who you with, dog? With the Bucks, dog. You sure you with the skins? Wait, Raymond James, dog. Jaguars, dog. Man, you crazy. Dolphins, Buckingham, dog. Cowboys. I'm talking about the Bucks. Yo, welcome to Tampa, home of the Raymond James, where the Bucks put it down and they bring the pain. Man, you hit them cannon shooting, all the fans rooting, rookies and child's play. Now that we got John Gruden, every game off the chain. Now that Chuck's in here, and you gon' walk the plank if you ain't a Buccaneer. What's up in here? We got the other team fans leaving, cause I deep put the offense out for the season. Sad Brooks, John. Mention all three Johnson, Simeon, Sean King, y'all don't want problems, McCardell, Grammatica, who you gonna get, man, the start, Mike, All-Star, and my boy Pittman, everybody's chatting, cheering, and bragging about the new Bucks who play like all Madden, on your back, spratting, is what we putting, y'all, get your beer and your grills, it's time for football, welcome to the field where the Bucks play, at the Raymond James down in Tampa Bay, John Gruden got the team off the chain this year, cause the Glazers want a Super Bowl ring this year, Yo, welcome to the field, where the Bucks play at the Raymond James down in Tampa Bay. John Gruden got the team off the chain this year. Cause the Glazers want a Super Bowl reign this year. Yo, Jit, who you with, dawg? I'm with the Bucks. I'm with the Bucks, dawg. You ain't with checking them, dawg. I'm tip of the shit. Checking them, dawg. Candace going up. Represent that. Represent that. I'm a Buccaneer fan and I'ma stay with them. On top of the ship in Tampa Bay with them. Other teams forfeit. Scared to play with them. Ain't no losing in the Remage Ain't Stadium. We made chickens out of Falcons. Cubs out of Bears. Kittens out of Lions. True ball players.
players, Dudley, Walker, Barbara, McFarlane, Dexter, Jackson, Booker, Nils, Ballin, after Brett, Falvin, all quarterbacks, we damage other team, Kiffin taught him that, Booker, Nils, back-breaking teams like dishes, what you know about Stucker and Jerovicious, Christy, Kelly, can't let you leave, without seeing the games from the BUCs, Dils are suited up, ready to go shine, lights, camera, action, Bucks, it's showtime, our offense tough, our defense rough, go Bucks, go Bucks, ain't no other team stopping us, go Bucks, go Bucks, in the Raymond James, we do our thing, every time we slow them cannons bang, if you want to see a game, go Bucks, go Bucks, it's Peter, I got me some good tickets, not, yeah, I told you what we were gonna do to Brett Favre, 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 how do you say it, I don't know his name, and um, Michael Vick, man, I crawl faster than him, he ain't get no, <laughs>